0: Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley. Bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And
1: welcome to the show. Today we're making waves in Lake Eufaula and Lantern. The Heartland Flyer heads to Chicago. I'm Brett.
0: And I am Harley.
1: I've recently, when I made a trip out of state, I'll admit, drove across Lake Eufaula, going there and coming back. I have had I have family. I believe in Lake Eufaula, but I've never actually stayed in Lake Eufaula
0: proper. My half okay. of the team yeah. has recently stayed at Lake Eufaula. It is a really great place for a getaway. Mm-hmm. It's close to home. I think we definitely need to cover the subject overall. Absolutely. So in 1946,
1: Congress approved, you know, they were doing a bunch of, Let's build this. Let's create this. And, and one of the things that they had uh, approved is the construction of the dam near Lake Eufaula. Now, the construction provided not only water supply but recreational opportunities, flood control, and it's a major power source for nearby communities. So, I mean, it's they're definitely they've got their use out of it for sure.
0: Absolutely, and it's one of those things where. It, Oklahoma has really benefited from mm-hmm. a lot of the Corps of Ar- our Army Corps of Engineer right. work in the state. You know that's where where we got a lot of the shoreline. Yes. that we are inexplicably blessed with. You know, I know Lake
1: Uvalde is one of those places that I think one in three people you know goes there. I know probably five people that have a lake house, but here's a number that's. I don't know if it's hard to believe, but it's a it's a, a huge number. Two point five million people go to visit Lake Eufala every
0: year. Yeah, it is amazing. And there are some holiday weekends where you mm-hmm. you can definitely see oh yeah, definitely two point five million people yep. can make it here because we're we're packed.
1: They're packed and it's definitely there are certain parts of Eufala that rumor has it are very adults only. Obviously, they have some lake houses for rent. There are a lot of people that live there on the lake too. So it's, it's kind of a mixed bag of commu- commuters and community. Well, you know, this is not the first time we've talked about communities in or around Ufala. More importantly, we did a show back in April on Carlton Landing, which was basically, it's a, it's a, a suburb a, a inside suburb. Like, of
0: the, the lake area. The,
1: yeah. It's like from another world. Uh, So, yeah, tons of, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, it's. I'm, we're not saying anything anybody doesn't know here. It's a destination for sure.
0: It, it is, and we're going to do our best to do a decent overview, mm-hmm. uh, but we're barely going to scratch the surface on, right. of oh, all yeah. of the activities. And a lot of that just has to do with the sheer size. Yeah. So, as far as Lake Euphala is concerned, it covers parts of the counties of McIntosh, Haskell, Pittsburgh, and Okmulgee. So, it's huge.
1: Yeah, when you drive, there's a bridge, and I don't know exactly where it's situated, but it literally goes over Lake Eufaula. You can see water on either side as far as the eye can see. It, you know, and it's and if you look at it from a map view, it just there's all kinds of coves and it, it's 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 massive. It it's is
0: massive. I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but it used to be called. Fountainhead State Park. Really? Yeah, I actually saw a sign for Fountainhead State Park somewhere. And I don't remember where I saw it. And I was like, where the heck is Fountainhead State Park?
1: Yeah, I. but here's my thing, okay? I, I, I've grown to like water. There's a lot of water. I don't know if you said how many gallons of water. We don't know how many gallons, but a 102,000-acre reservoir houses a lot of water. That's a shit ton of wet stuff. What if I don't like, what if I'm not in it for the water sports? Because it seems like everything is water.
0: Agreed. There there are a lot of water activities, yeah. but there is a lot going on outside of the water. Okay. I mean, for starters, you've got really diverse environment, you know, with wildlife, foliage, that sort of thing. And there are a metric ton of hiking trails from, you know, tiny little hiking trails to long, real expedition-style hiking trails. But, you know, if you don't like walking around, they, they've got plenty of bicycle trails. Um, they do bike rentals all over the place. Oh, yeah. And, again, this is one of those places where there's so much land, you could probably ride a bike, a mountain bike, for days before you run out of.
1: Now, one thing I know that they have up there, and a lot of people don't realize how big disc golf is in the state of Oklahoma. They have an 18-hole disc golf course at Hummingbird Beach. What I like about disc golf, without getting too far off script, I played disc golf for 15 years. Uh It was fun, fun in the sun, sun's out, gun's out. This is perfect. It's free to play. But what I also like about them, they've got a gift shop slash pro shop Mm -hmm. where you can rent disc golf equipment for for a nominal fee.
0: Right. Which is unheard of. Again, it's one of those things where you can go there with nothing but your suitcase and, yeah. you know, a few changes of clothes. And have a lot of those experiences without yeah. dragging everything with you to do so. Mm-hmm. They've got horseback riding trails. They've got the Deep Fork Nature Center has like a, a visitor and education center. Primarily geared towards kids, but there are a lot of adult type. Um, the adults aren't going to be bored. Right. Right but there are a lot of naturalist-type yeah. programs and activities. So it, there's a lot of things to do just you know, outside of the normal, what you think as far as lakes go. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even have um, one of the Jellystone Park camp resorts. Are you serious? Yeah, the, the cabins are really cute. Oh, you say really cute? Yeah, I hate that I said that. But the cabins are really neat. The kids will love them. They're all themed, you know, the Yogi Bear kind of theme. They've got... Lots of water equipment out there, you yeah. know, slides and jungle gyms in the water and and that type of thing at the, the resort itself.
1: You said it was cute, though, so we're going to keep that.
0: No, I'm going to delete that.
1: Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's on you.
0: Mm-hmm. If we want to move, you know, from Jellystone into the water, right? let's just go ahead and talk water while well, we're there. Well, there's 600 miles of shoreline. It's the, hard to miss. There's a lot of water. They have plenty of swimming beaches, a ton of boat ramps, plenty of access to the to the lake. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm gonna say that fishing is the main attraction. Well, yeah, people come from all around. Right, they have year round fishing, but more importantly, like they've got a a, do- a fishing dock huh? that is indoors and heated. Wow! So in the wintertime, you can just sit out there in the comfort of the heated facility jeez, and
1: drop a line. You mean I've been freezing my ass off at an older Holster?
0: <laughs> I could have
1: been at Eufaula, warm and cozy. But, again, Oklahoma, hard to miss. Top 25 in the vast lakes in the country for pros and amateurs.
0: Honestly, and some of the largest fish in the state have yeah. been pulled out of Lake Eufaula. But Lake Eufaula, you know... We always
1: talk bass, but crappie. I know a lot of people that fish for crappie and you can fish for those year round and it's in the top ten places to fish for crappie as well.
0: Again, as far as fishing. Yeah. you're covered. You're covered. Any sort of water sport you, you're, you're you, would, covered. you would possibly consider there is somebody there that offers equipment, offers lessons. Right. You know, so it's definitely you've definitely got all that covered. But if you're looking for a place to stay, mm-hmm. That's kind of all over the place too. So we've got you've got plenty of cabins in the area. Mm-hmm. You've got lots of Airbnbs. There are a ton of RV sites, yeah, and, uh, and tent sites. But I've driven through mm-hmm. a lot of the RV sites, yeah, and full. <laughs> th- th- primarily they're right. full, yeah. Um, so if it's if you're wanting to drag your RV out, then I would say definitely set up a reservation way far in advance. Well, and if you're kind
1: of like me, slightly unique, they also have three yurts, which come with all of the, we, you know, we've talked about these type of amenities and tree houses and, and cabins before, but a yurt with a microwave, mini fridge, electrical outlets, and an LED TV, the only thing it doesn't come with? Running water.
0: <laughs> the restroom facilities are close. Right, yeah. I can see how that would be a a negative Right Under some circumstances But if it's something I'm in a yurt I probably won't even turn the TV on, man I wouldn't You know what I mean? Like, I, no, I agree with you 100%. Are you
1: going to use a microwave in a yurt? You should be hurt by the yurt community The yurt community <laughs> should hang you it, it, Draw and quarter you For using the freaking AC
0: I think if, you, if you're in a yurt And you're not eating biltong or... <laughs> I don't know, digging grubs out of the ground, Then I think you're probably doing it wrong. But. Or,
1: with a, or hanging out with a shaman doing ayahuasca tea. I don't know what else, what else. An LED
0: TV? I appreciate it, but no thanks. So just to wrap things up, though, if you're looking for a unique way to get to the lake, yeah. they have their own airstrip.
1: I have not flown in a good many years. and I don't know if I'd take a puddle jumper to you to follow, but what I would take is the Heartland Flyer to Chicago. One, please. We'll talk about that next.
0: We were recently introduced to a young man by the name of Jack with Cowboy Fence Restoration. This kid is a recent high school graduate that took the road less traveled. He found a niche and decided to go into business for himself. He had determined that most Okies have stockade fences that would look better and last longer with a little TLC. Today, Cowboy Fence Restoration offers a specially formulated clear cypress finish to remove algae and restore color to your fence. If your fence needs some love, then you're going to love Cowboy Fence Restoration. Give them a call today, 405-535-5130, or find them on Facebook at Cowboy Fence Restoration.
1: You and I have taken the Amtrak Heartland Flyer a few times. We have. Fort Worth is usually the go-to. I think it stops in Purcell, Ardmore, is that right? Pauls Valley. (laughs) I don't know. there, There are a few stops. There's a few stops that you can take if you're just looking for, a you know, a day out. Mm-hmm. But breaking news, the Amtrak's looking to expand the Heartland Flyer Line.
0: They are. They're proposing to increase the number of daily trips between Oklahoma City and Fort Worth mm-hmm. from one to three. Okay. Which makes a huge difference because I don't know how much it bothers you, but if you're going to Fort Worth. Yes. And, I mean, you, you basically, you have to stay a night or you have to be... Uh, Back
1: at a certain time.
0: Right. Yeah. So there's there's no real it's just once a day. You That's can one, go once yep. a day. That's it. So this making it three trips mm-hmm. means that you could go down there and if you missed your train, then you could grab another right. one. right. catch I've, the
1: number two you know catch the number two train out of town.
0: Exactly. But more importantly, it would also extend the line north to Newton, Kansas
1: mm-hmm.
0: with one round trip per day.
1: The good news is for Ponca City, which this is where the story comes out of, it will actually give them rail service through Ponca City for the first time in 40 years yeah, as a stop?
0: It is currently on the list of possible stops, which is really cool. Obviously, the mayor of Ponca City right. uh, it definitely wants this to happen. He says this is going to be good for tourism and also for aerospace workers and older residents to get back and forth to Oklahoma City.
1: Now, in a way, I kind of look at that and I think, is it really meant to be to commute for business? I mean, it could, but I look at it as a huge draw for tourism. For me,
0: I I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Ponca City has recently purchased the old Burlington Northern Santa Fe depot, which they plan on turning into a, a multimodal transportation hub. So,
1: it, to me, it's like they're saying they're trying to get it back in there, but they're
0: almost they're they're. I think there are a lot yeah. of a lot of things in motion on this. You got a lot yeah. of plates spinning, and this is a big deal. But here's something that's huge. Okay,
1: and I thought that we already did this, and it's almost like the it's like a Mandela effect. They want to make it to where you can take the 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 train from Newton to the Chief Line, which will connect you to Chicago to Los
0: Angeles. That's
1: big time, man. Right.
0: I mean, you could literally ride a train. From Oklahoma City and go every... anywhere. Isn't that cool? I, I mean, I would do it. I would too. I I really think that it's time that we embrace that. Mm-hmm. They're moving anyway, right? Adding a a passenger car to the end of a train doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal to me, and yeah. and it really kind of changes the exploration of the state and the country.
1: But I wonder: is this a sign of the times?
0: Are we trying to find a way
1: to utilize the railways because we're not we're we're switching gears in the way that we ship in the way that we transit products? Are we trying to repurpose? Are we setting up for am I am I going into a conspiracy theory here?
0: <laughs> Maybe I think there's a lot of, there's been a lot of push for high speed rail and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm more in favor yeah. of the old school rail. Oh yeah, not Do- the bullet train stuff. If they had a steam engine, a mm-hmm. steam locomotive yeah. that I could ride across country, I would do that twice a year.
1: Now, we've talked about Texas. We're not a huge fan, but one thing that they've done in Texas that I would think would be cool here, but I just don't I don't see that we have we're so I think we're so densely populated that you'd almost you'd have to tear something down to make it happen. Where they have a rail system that that's tr- for transportation that goes through through downtown Dallas and it, you know what I mean? Kind mm-hmm. of like, a, not a subway system, but you know what I mean? It's like a transit system. Right. I, I would love to see something like that here, but I just don't think, like I said, I think we're so densely populated. I just don't know where that would ever fit in, but kind of segueing back to the Heartland Flyer thing, how cool would it be? I mean, I don't, you wouldn't have to sell me,
0: hey, want to go to, you know, want to go to LA on a train? I think that'd be the coolest thing ever. Dude, man. I would be 100% all in with, Hey, we don't have anything going on this yeah. weekend. Want to go to Tulsa on wanna the go, train? Want to go
1: to Tulsa on the train? It'd be no time.
0: What I also like about driving
1: the train is, you know, when you take the highway, you're kind of used to the. There's the thing we always see, seeing things from a, a different t- perspective. perspective. Yeah, I remember taking that train ride we did. Uh, I think it was just me, it was me, you, and Connor. Maybe we went to Fort Worth. That went to the science museum. Maybe that. Oh yeah. Thinking it's such a different view, and it just it felt like
0: you were, you were going the, someplace new. Some, well, you're,
1: yeah, you're either going to Hogwarts or you're on the Orient Express. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. There's just something. There's a vibe about being on a train. I just I don't know, man. I think it, I think this is a great idea. I, I really think that it, maybe it's not long overdue, but maybe it's right on time.
0: I think it's long overdue. Yeah, dude. I look back to movies like Silver Streak. Yep. And think, man. We're missing so much today Mm -hmm. that we, you know, it it wasn't a big deal Mm -hmm. to drop your 12-year-old kid on the train to go to grandma's house that was, you know, a few towns down or whatever. Or
1: to plan on throwing your mama from the train. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Well, if you are interested in making sure that this proposed expansion of the rail happens. Right we're going to include some contact information mm-hmm. for the state legislation because apparently they control the purse strings on this
1: absolutely and there's never anything wrong you know they, they you see it a lot of times when they're trying to get you to to rally behind rally behind a cause contact your local your your, your local legislature your local congressman they're listening believe uh-huh. it or not and you know there's been a lot of things that if you if you peeled back a few layers would not have happened if people like you and I did our due diligence as citizens and say, hey, I think this is a great idea. Because I really do think if we don't do something like this, I think it's a missed opportunity. Get, you know, getting Tesla in here, great. Getting all this all this industry and, and building new condos and making new river walks is cool and everything. But man, in the realm of tourism... I don't think you get much better than this. Yes, you're, you're passing through and you're passing by. But the fact that we have access to the Heartland flyer, I don't see
0: any reason why you don't expand that farther. It's three phone calls and three emails. And we've got quite a few listeners. Sure. If everybody in our, in our audience did that, those guys would get thousands of calls and emails saying, we want this to happen. Yeah. I think that makes a difference. I
1: would like I said, I think it'd be the coolest thing ever. The kids might hate you at first, but we're on a train, man. Come on, don't take this from me. Let me let me
0: have this moment. <laughs> well, speaking of our listening audience, yeah. we did have a new comment come through. Sure. And I have questions about this. Okay. So Logan M, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. Commented on our Marlowe Brothers episode. Sure. And said, "Fun fact: the Marlowe brothers is my distant family. Low key, not kidding. Now that was his comment. My question is: I want to know more. Do we have any family family secrets? Do we need to revise a show? Come where, on, where is
1: yeah? Where is the treasure map? You know, it hadn't been that many years ago that they discovered cave carvings and located some of Jesse James' lost treasure. I mean, come on, cousin. Are you a is he a cousin? Is he a?" A grandson, distant family, distant family. That's as far as we're going to go. In, in true bandit form, we're very limited on resources and limited on information. I'm a distant family member. We're I Logan. don't.
0: I don't need a treasure map. Yeah, but a PDF copy of the Marlowe brothers' family recipe book. Yeah, might
1: be pretty cool. I need to know the Marlowe brothers' biscuit recipe. <laughs> I want to have a bandit biscuit or an outlaw biscuit. <laughs> Well, anyway, keep on doing it. Keep sending that feedback. Let us know you're listening. Let us know how we're doing. As always, we are the Only in OK Show. New episodes every week. I'm Harley. And I'm Brett.
0: And we're out of here. Peace. Peace.
1: Do I look? Do I look up to pacifists? People that are Zen? Sure. Is that ever going to be who I am? Probably not. I just have a reactivity to it's it's conditioning. Unfortunately. Well, at some point you gotta, you know. I get it. I understand. You gotta take control of your emotions. Okay. <sighs> My favorite superhero is the Incredible Hulk. Good luck. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> My most fond memory of Incredible Hulk was the courtroom scene. I think it was a courtroom scene. I can't remember. No, I can't. I don't know. It was one of those times where Dr. Banner gets thrown over a table or whatever, and then just comes up and was like, Rrrr. I wanted to be him. <laughs> yes. Listener feedback. We have some business to attend to. The five.
0: The five what? Albums. Five albums of what?
1: The five most important. Did we say most important when we talked earlier? Is it the five most influential slash important albums of the 20, 20th, twenty first century?
0: No, we did not say anything. Of okay,
1: here's my five. <sighs> Are you ready? I'm listening. Dark Side of the Moon, the White Album, Led Zeppelin. Also, because I uh, because of Stairway to Heaven or Rush twenty one twelve. It's got to be up there. And number five, influential albums of all time. That number five is a tough one. One through four wasn't a walk in the park. Am I missing one?
0: You're missing a shit ton of them, dude.
1: I know, but we're not talking a shit ton. There's five. We're going to say five.
0: Okay, go ahead. So my
1: last album, most influential album of all time. Are you looking up top five albums of all time? Nope. Rush me through this last one, man. Let me have this one. Four be number five? Can I just do four? You can do it every five albums of all time. God. I'm just going to go with four. I can't think of a five. If I think of a five, I'll yell it at, at random. What uh, you got?
0: What about Brampton Comes I'm Alive? Oh, yeah.
1: Daggummit. That was on there.
0: What about, hell, anything from the Rolling Stones yeah, in the true. 1970s? Van Halen, 84, probably. 1984, yeah. yeah. Uh, Journey. Uh, anything by Escape, damn Journey. Yeah, anything. Shit, B.B. King, Eric Clapton.
1: Yeah, Any anything those guys. Uh, Otis Redding. Anything, just damn near anything Otis Redding. Seriously? Chuck Berry. You gotta be, yeah, he's got to be in it.
0: If you're talking influential to rock and roll, there is the most influential. Buddy Holly. One. But we're saying albums, though. I mean... Most influential albums. You still have how many songs did '84 Van Halen's '84 um, album produce that were top performers on the charts and influenced a multitude? Oh yeah, of bands after that. Then you've got hell weird ones, Guns and Roses.
1: Yeah, Appetite for Destruction.
0: That's um, another one. Dude, there are so many. It's Metallica has two that should be on the list.
1: Yeah. Their self-titled album. Well, hell, their self-titled album had Mean Street, So This Is Love. Uh what else? No, that that's fast forwarded on me. I'm sorry. Let's see. Ain't Talking About Love, you really got me. Running with the Devil, Eruption. That was their hell, that was their first album. There was Jamie's Crying. There's five songs. That had regular rotation. Let's go 84. 84, they rank 84 at number four. Hell, they rank 5150 over 84, uh, because that's David Lee's last album. But Panama, Jump, Hot for Teacher, that's that's the era that I remember them the most from. But, okay. I mean, I get it. I mean, the list goes on. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath, Paranoid. That album's on there. Hell, Black Sabbath's Black Sabbath. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to do. I don't think you... I really... That's why I, thought I said about it. Yeah, you I can't do it. You can't. It's You really have to... I don't know. You really have to have a revolving door. You kind of almost have to set a set a time limit on That's how...
0: That's why I said that your constant need to put things on the Mount Rushmore of things doesn't make sense doesn't as make sense. much as the my island top five. My desert island five.
1: Okay, then I'll ask you this, and then we'll get started. Give me your desert island. Give me your desert island. Okay, Harley, we can take five CDs, five records. This is what you get. I can't. I okay, five I art. Give me artists. I then. couldn't
0: even do that, mm. dude. You know how eclectic my music taste is. I know
1: you could. You would easily say you could go anywhere from Minute Work to you know Man of War. You know what I mean? It's like or Hell, uh, Garth Brooks. Yeah. There's a few songs I'd miss if I didn't get to hear them every now and again. Yeah.
0: Man. Or Otis Redding. Dude.
1: Okay, so they give you a Zoom. (laughs) You're like, why a Zoom? Uh, Because it's a desert island and they make the rules. And you can listen to anything you want until the battery runs out. I mean, mine would be all over the place. Yeah, mine Absolutely. Men are worse for climate change than women because they love meat and cars. New study has found that men emit 16% more greenhouse gases than women. Because they spend
0: more money on fuel than meat. (laughs) I think it's fake, but that's funny. (laughs) It's probably not. Um, To stop climate change, Americans must cut energy use by 90%, live in 640 square foot, and fly only one time every three years. Good luck. All 350 million of us. Good luck. Never going to happen. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. And if you. we stop buying gas,
1: the gas will be cheaper. I'm right. telling you that is, that. is that a legit news source? Yes. It's If you say teepee, everybody knows what it is. A yurt, you know, you're going to have people that are, you know, making their own hummus and shit showing up. <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah, I came to uh to get some of that yurt. What do you mean get some of it? Yurt? Yeah, yurt. like, could I get, like, a, I don't know, some fries and a yurt? And a yurt? <laughs> gosh
1: people showing up to do ayahuasca um can i help you yeah we're here to we booked the yurt for uh to drink some tea oh cool a tea party yeah sort of <laughs> oh.
0: hey if you uh it's all right if we walk around out here naked right what do you mean no this is a, it's a yurt okay let's roll okay dude let's kick this pig and leave it squealing from the feeling
1: okay I have, one other, I have one other observation. From
0: option. the Boinkin.
1: One other observation. So we've been watching old episodes of Fear Factor. That Joe Rogan looks like he was eaten and beaten by this Joe Rogan. They don't even look like the yeah, same I guy.
0: I agree. I think he's okay. only
1: five foot tall. Hands down. I'm trying to adjust it. <clears throat> All right, ready? I like that. WTTS, welcome to today's show. Welcome to the show. Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. I guess it's better than screaming bloody murder. Listen very carefully, I got something to tell ya. <clears throat> Three, two, one, And welcome to the show. Today we're making some more waves in Lake Eufaula, and later we're headed to Chicago on the Heartland Flyer. I'm blat, 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 blat. <gasps>
0: I'm
1: blat, I'm brah, I'm, I'm Brought. I'm Blot. I'm Brought, my. I thought you said blot blot I'm well I have been called Inkblot that was my moniker when I was an artist artist formerly known as artist 321